Hello and welcome to Friday Night Fratricide. It's us, your best friends, your pals, your spooky acquaintances, the Happy Brothers. We're here with a new podcast. We are here with a new podcast. How exciting. We've gone from rewatching Frasier, the happy, fun-loving sitcom, family-friendly sitcom, <laughs> to the deepest, darkest depths of the most horrific horror films we can find. Oh, it's going to be good. It's going to be spooky. It is going to be spooky. It's not going to be that horrific, though, I don't think. Nah. I mean, it might be. I might throw in some curveballs and mm. make some like really proper horrific choices oh, just to force oh, you man. to watch them. I'm looking forward to that. I, I, don't, I don't really have the stomach for like really intense horror movies. Yeah, this is okay. going to be the fun of it. Okay. So yeah, this is going to be our... Well, the, the, first of all, this, this first opening episode is just sort of, you know, our history with horror films, what we're going to be doing with the podcast um, and, you know, what we're expecting to get out of it, I guess, other than... You know, ad placements, money, revenue, yeah, popularity, power, fame, yeah, wealth, all the, all the, all the big ones, all the seven deadly sins. <laughs> um, so yeah, you and I have both kind of started watching horror films at different points in our lives. I oh think. yeah, absolutely. You far more recently mm-hmm. than me. Yeah, because um, you've always been more of a fan of horror movies. I've, yeah, I've always loved horror films. It took you a while to get into them. It did. Um, but then you've kind of raced ahead of me a bit. You've you've gone back and explored lots of films that I've never touched. Yeah, the past few years, I've kind of made it my mission to watch like all of the classics, at least. Yeah. Like all the kind of top 100 that is on everyone's lists, you know, so... But I think you've you you've definitely got the time advantage. Possibly, yeah. There's this, I mean, yeah. Yeah, there's probably a few that I've I can throw up th- throw throw to you mm. <laughs> that you've probably not even heard of. Oh yeah, um, which is maybe sounds very pretentious of me, but no, it's it's exciting. Not, I like to explore different films and whatnot, yeah. and sort of find ones that people aren't so you know that aren't so familiar with people. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and that's the purpose of this podcast. I think is is going to be to find these new films and explore them and and see what we think of them. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the the basic format that we're going for is that we will have a theme each week um, and the two of us, either at the end of the previous episode or during the week, I, d- I don't know how we're going to do it. We'll, but... we'll probably let you know at the end of each episode what yeah. next week's theme is going to be. The theme, yeah. Probably. And then... Give you a chance to watch the films before uh, we talk perhaps. about them, I yeah, suppose. Yeah. Um, and then we will bring the two films to the table. We'll both watch them um, during the week before recording. And we'll just have a chat about them, I think, and compare yeah. them, see how they stand, stack up against each other. If they're both based within the same theme, roughly, we should have some things to compare. Yeah. We might yeah. find some are completely out of left field. Like, Maybe. <laughs> totally ridiculous. But um, yeah, I, I think it's it, it's less a competition, I think, and more just a chance for the two of us to explore yeah. new films and different films yeah. and revisit old ones and... You know, as we did with the Fraser podcast, you know, it's kind of looking at things with a bit more of a critical lens rather than just sitting back and mm. watching them. Yeah, certainly. Um, which is, it, it, I personally have learned a lot. What you know, Fraser's one of our favorite shows, mm-hmm. and I've watched it countless times before we did the podcast, and yet I'm still finding new things. Yeah, and learning new things about it, and I hope to do the same with this podcast. And yeah, I'm really excited to do that with, and and you know, like you mentioned, with us having getting into horror movies at different periods i think we also have very different tastes 
Um, yeah, I'd say so. Like, I'm a lot more interested in in the kind of older ones. I definitely have more of a taste for like some slightly sort of schlockier, sillier sort of B movies, <laughs> yeah. um, which I'm excited to get you to watch. Mm-hmm. Whereas you definitely prefer stuff that's a lot scarier. I like things that get I the do. heart pumping. You know, I like yeah. to, I like to be scared. I hate being scared, mm-hmm. but I love to be scared. Usually, you I shy I'm... away from the really scary stuff, <laughs> yeah. so there will be a lot there'll be a lot for us to inflict on each other yeah yeah i'm Mm -hmm. excited about that um so yeah while while we're chatting about horror horror films and introducing the podcast and whatnot tell me about your your history with horror films because i you've got you're not a person who was always into them no no definitely not like i think kind of as a like most most guys I mean, the stereotype of, like, the horror movie audience, it's, like, they say, like, men aged, like, 15 to 25 Mm -hmm. is, like, the target demographic of horror movies. But I, like, as a teenager or as a child, I hated horror movies. I didn't get it. I remember as even, like, you know, 18, 19, just thinking, like, why would you watch a movie with the intention of being (laughs) scared? I just don't get it. Mm -hmm. And then I was in my early 20s. I was living by myself. And it was when um, the new Halloween came out. It was 2018, the the new David Gordon Green requal yep. of Halloween. For some reason, I was getting all these targeted ads for it on the internet, on social media and everything. And I kept, I, I don't know what it was about it. I just became obsessed with this. Like I kept watching the trailer over and over again, even though I previously had basically mm-hmm. no interest in horror movies. And I sat and watched and I, because I saw like you, it, it's a you know a requel. You you it's, don't need to have seen any of yeah, the, yeah. the rest of the franchise. You just need to watch the first one. I thought, well, that's fine. I'll watch the first Halloween, and then I'll go and see this new one and see what it's all about. And that was it. That was that hooked. was it for me. Yeah, it was Halloween, and then the new Halloween. Just, I for like the next week after that, it was like every night I was just going on like John Carpenter's IMDb page and just like picking one. I watched. Oh, and that was like the same that we went to see the fog. We went. I remember we went. There's a little indie cinema mm. near us, um, and they they often play sort of older movies. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. It must have been around. It was October. It was around, around it was Halloween. Kind of like early October. And they put on a showing of the fog. Yeah. Um, and we, me and my dad, our dad, yeah. Um, we love the fog. Both of us have watched it yeah. countless times before this, and it was your first time I seeing, it. seeing it. And we convinced you to come along and watch mm-hmm. it with us on the big screen. And it's a fantastic you film. Were, you were you were ever so slightly unsure. I remember, mm-hmm. but then we watched it, and you were like, "That was amazing." That's it's such a fantastic <laughs> film. It really is. Yeah, and like yeah, and then uh, I watched Prince of Darkness as well. Mm-hmm. John Carpenter's Prince of Darkness, maybe not his best known or most different most beloved (laughs) but that was the first movie at least it kind of after that point of getting into horror movies that i remember finding like genuinely terrifying yeah and like looking back okay maybe it's not that bad but it was something about like the special effects and the way it ended and like it really freaked me out when i watched it like by myself in the dark Mm -hmm. and i just kind of at that point i was like right that's it I've got it. You got it. The bug, the I, bug has bitten you. Yeah, I started putting together lists of like all the franchises. I'd never seen any of the like, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street, Friday the Thirteenth, the Evil Dead, Hellraiser, all these like big, well-known, super like famous and pop culture franchises mm-hmm. I'd never seen, and just going through and watching them all one by one, and just that—that's it. That's it. 
that's it. That's and it and that now. led to a led horror to this. podcast. Now we've got and, a horror movie podcast. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I've, I, I, I think it, I, it's so cool that you've just, there was just like a, a light bulb, just, yeah. not even a light bulb, just a light switch mm-hmm. that just like clicked on at one point and you were like, nah, this is, I get these it. are good. So I'm so glad mm-hmm. that you kind of realized the, the value that horror films have. Oh yeah, have. absolutely. Um, but beyond just being like, just scary, the point scarier, but yeah, I, I still remember like watching, cause our dad loved horror films oh, still yeah. does just mm-hmm. doesn't really watch them as as often these days i don't yeah, think or yeah focuses on the older oh definitely less on, less scary the, focuses on the older ones, standards yeah. yeah um and i still remember he he put on dead of night mm. the 1945 45 45 um anthology and to this day, I still have a crippling phobia of ventriloquist dummies. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I didn't even watch the whole thing. It was just like on in the background while I was like a kid. I must have been like three or four, mm-hmm. like young, and it just it wrecked me. Yeah, <laughs> it ruined me. Um, but from then, I like I don't know. I remember watching Alien as well mm-hmm. and finding Alien really creepy. And I think there was this idea of like when I was a younger kid, I was like, oh, I'm I'm getting to watch these fifteen, eighteen films you know and mm-hmm. like i'm getting scared by them and i can go into school and tell other kids that i'm watching these scary films yeah but then it kind of snowballed into like actually really enjoying them and yeah loving them and and just going on but i think yeah you've you've definitely got a more of a taste for the older films yeah um the classics and i think i'm hoping to introduce you to some more modern films that have like over the last like decade or so yeah have been just top-notch proper skin crawling blood pumping mm-hmm. like yeah yeah there's definitely a few that i'm gonna i'm gonna try and get you to have nightmares that's yeah. that's my oh, goal that's, that, <laughs> you will achieve that probably without too much difficulty yeah the past five years or so there have been some really good ones like now that i'm into it actually going to the cinema and watching some mm-hmm. some new ones like i mentioned the the, the new uh, well 2018's halloween david yeah. gordon green one the you know the new um Invisible Man, new Invisible was Man fantastic. was fantastic, really good. Yeah. The new, the Nia DaCosta Candyman as well. I really loved. I know that you weren't as fond of it. I was but less like, I, it, but yeah. I loved it. Um, yeah, just some nope. Jordan Which Peele, no, and like seen. Jordan Peele generally. Yeah, um, but yeah, Jordan fantastic. Films, yeah, yeah. So as much as I have a taste for the older ones, there are more modern ones that I, I have loved as well. Yeah. So I think there's still there's enough of a disparity between our tastes oh definitely that we'll have stuff to talk about i think there's definitely there's probably there's probably quite a few that we'll agree on Mm -hmm. and i think we'll we'll both agree that are sort of outstanding in their field but i think there's others that um we'll maybe have to convince the other to actually watch Mm -hmm. (laughs) and make it through the whole way um but yeah it's exciting I'm, i'm looking forward to it and yeah exploring just such a huge part of my life is like horror yeah. films horror horror games as well like yeah, i just love yeah. i love being scared and getting immersed in these creepy worlds so i'm excited to, to yeah talk about it and learn some new some new things about old films and yeah explore some new films as well mm. so if you had to pick as difficult as it's going to be and like i know that like i'm always terrible at picking favorites but like if you had to pick what would you say is your your number one favorite horror movie of all time i think the first one that jumps to my head is the fog. Mm. Immediately jumps to my head. Um, 
when someone asks me that, that's probably the answer I have to go with. Whether it actually is like my number one stacked up against other things, I don't know. But it's the one that I always revisit every year. Yeah, it's one. It just has the most killer soundtrack. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. Just flawless soundtrack. It just it's properly scary. It still holds up today. It's got some really creepy moments. Adrian Barbeau. Adrian Barbeau. You know, Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. Got a great cast of that. It's actually, got, as well. it's got Tom Atkins. It's st- really good. It's stacked cast. Um, it's just such a phenomenal film that just yeah, it's got infinite rewatch potential. Mm. So yeah, if you're asking me, just coming and asking it without having to think about it, I immediately jump to the fog. Yeah. If I had to think about it, I could probably come up with some other ones that have, you know, the scariest film I've ever seen or the most like um not challenging, but you know, the one that, that gives you the most to think about afterwards. Um, there's probably other ones that I could fit in there, but immediately, yeah, yeah if you ask me, probably the fog, probably mm-hmm. the fog. What about you? See, I, it's one that I have gone back and forth on a lot, and I think I probably like you know saying that Halloween was kind of the one that that made me kind of fall in love mm-hmm. with horror movies. I have a, a real fondness for that. Again, I mean, you know, John Carpenter again, fantastic soundtrack, mm-hmm. just properly smashes it every time um and the direction's great and it was so influential like it's really oh it redefined an entire yeah yeah genre really fantastic film um another one that i that i I don't know if i would necessarily call it my favorite i think it's more just that it's like because i have a fondness for it because Mm -hmm. it kind of kick-started that in me alien is another one that kind of had the same Alien's one that's really overlooked as a horror film. Yeah, I find I I think a lot of people look at it as more of a sci-fi mm-hmm. thriller. Yeah, but to me, it's a horror film. It, I mean, to it's, me, it's, it's basically a slasher. It, yeah, like it has a lot yeah. of the same, you know, the same tropes, the same plot beats as something like maybe not quite something like Friday the Thirteenth, but like yeah. you've got a small number of characters in an enclosed space. And you've got a killer going around picking them off one by one. Yeah, that's like that's classic slasher stuff, and yeah. it's probably not done in any other film nearly as well as it is done in Alien. No, I don't think. Like that's the the best that I think that kind of story has ever been done in a horror film. I I wouldn't strictly disagree with you to be honest. Yeah. That's quite um, a bold statement to is, make. It is definitely a bold statement to <laughs> I make. I don't know that like, I necessarily I, disagree with you. I, yeah, you know, I just think it's fantastic. And as like I've. I, you know, maybe I'm newer to horror movies, but I've always been a fan of sci-fi. So, mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, yeah. You know, Alien is another one when that like crossovers. immediately appealed to me because I'm like, okay, this is sort of familiar territory. It's a sci-fi film, you know. Um, even if it did remind me a little bit of Event Horizon, which I remember seeing a little bit of when I was far too young. Yeah, that may, would, might have been one of the things that turned me off horror movies as a kid was seeing a little bit of Event Horizon when you and our dad were watching it. That's, yeah, Event Horizon is one that it's, um, yeah, it's hard to put into words just how kind of upsetting (laughs) that film is at points. It's really pretty brutal. Yeah. Um, And yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. when you compare it to something like Alien, that's very, you don't see a lot in Alien. Like, if you take away the chestburster scene, Mm -hmm. It's not particularly gory. No, there's not much at all. Um, you know, there's folk getting killed and stuff, and there's blood here and there, but it's not over the top. 
Event Horizon is Event Horizon is quite so great. over the top. <laughs> I think it was specifically. I mean, it has that one infamous scene where they watched the kind of security footage of what happened to you the, don't the need crew eyes of to this. see where we're going. And it's, <laughs> I think it was that specifically that little bit that I yeah. saw completely out of context that scared me so much. That and Poltergeist. I remember watching Poltergeist so, and it scared me so much that it made me sick. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that was not a pleasant that's thing like that really fun. really upset me and like looking back i mean i could watch poltergeist not long ago and i was like yeah this, it's a great film but it's not super scary but i think it's just like when you watch it as a kid and you don't know what you're expecting and it's all the horror stuff's totally new to you yeah it's really yeah that clown upsetting. that stuffed clown yeah. man he's he's no fun yeah I don't like him <laughs> but like yeah even the one thing the one one film that's going to stand out as like my favorite that i probably have to put up everything else like you say i watch it every year but not not around halloween i watch it around christmas every year is gremlins gremlins really that's possibly my favorite horror movie ever and i suppose maybe that's you know being a horror comedy it's maybe not necessarily not strictly it's, just a horror it's film. still within the genre it's it's but allowed it's yeah. just i it just puts a smile on my face every time i watch it, it i just great, really yeah. think it's so fantastic the acting the soundtrack i i'm a, i love joe dante i think he's such a fantastic director films like the howling and small soldiers the even. Hole. yeah have you seen the hole no i don't think i have the hole's pretty good mm. it's it's got some creepy moments yeah. in it yeah yeah and I think he just, he, yeah, he just nails it. He has that sort of, I think it's maybe like that kind of B-movie inspiration that he, I mean, you know, he started his career working with Roger Corman. So like he has a lot of that, you know, B-movie influence in his films, even when he's doing bigger budget, big studio pieces, mm-hmm. like, you know, like Gremlins. And it's just, oh, it's great. It is great. I really well, I agree I love with you. That's, it's, that's a fair choice. Yeah. 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 Well, I think... We'll call it there for this introductory episode. Yeah. We've been rambling a wee bit. Um, I hope this gives you a little bit of a taste of what will be, you know, the back and forth we'll have mm-hmm. with the podcast. Um, I'm very much looking forward to it. Yeah. And, and definitely, yeah. I don't know if we should set ourselves a challenge. I don't know if we should see if there's, you know, a forfeit or something if we can't finish a movie. Oh, maybe. Maybe. For whatever reason. Yeah. Too bad, too scary. Yeah. Too I, 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 don't I don't know. know. To something. <laughs> well, you know what? We've got our listeners now. Why don't you know? You put something forward for us. If we're too scared to finish a film, yeah. You know, send us in some suggestions. What do you want to see as a as a forfeit? Maybe we'll put together a list. We can do. We can do like a wheel. We can spin a wheel spin and a see wheel see what we have to do if we're unable to finish oh, a film. God. Yeah, yeah. I like it. It's yeah. I, I think we'll definitely stick with a sort of open format at least to begin with. We'll just. You know, bring some movies to the table, have a chat about them. Mm-hmm. Um, not worry too much about, you know, we'll give you know rankings and whatever, and see how we feel about them. But we'll yeah. not worry too much about keeping it strict. Yeah. And then as the podcast goes on, we'll see what what works, what doesn't, what we enjoy. If we have a yeah, spin the wheel of forfeits. Yeah. Then that you know we could do that. That yeah. would be <laughs> could be unpleasant. <laughs> could be but... unpleasant. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we're very much looking forward to doing the podcast, yeah. having you guys along for the ride, and yeah, we we'll hope you enjoy it. We'll see you next week yeah, with the maybe. first episode. Should we should we set up what the first episode's going to be? Should be should we tease? Give you a chance to watch the films if you want to join us. Well, I yeah. Do we want to do we want to tease the episodes or just the theme? I think if we, yeah, we we'll tease the episodes at the like kind of at the end of each week. We'll say these are the 
the two films we're going to be talking okay. about and then that way people can they can watch and they can join that us sounds good give them fair warning okay so the theme for our introductory episode well this is the intro, for our for, for our, our first inaugural, our first our, proper episode yes first for proper episode um is going to be asylums mm. and you do you want Ewan, do you want to tell us what you're bringing to the table so i'm bringing to the table one of my favorite of the amicus anthology films from the early 70s asylum mm-hmm. um which is just fantastic i i really love it and i know that you've not seen it before i have not seen but it, i know no. that you're fans of you're a fan of another film uh the house that dripped blood, house that dripped blood. which was vault of terror same era yeah anthology films yeah. so it's also based on robert block short stories much like house of the drip blood mm-hmm. and the same director and some of the same actors and everything okay. so looking forward i think to you'll it. enjoy it yeah and i am um, <laughs> kind of going <laughs> a bit extreme yeah the uh the found footage korea korean mm-hmm. horror um i was gonna say horror drama it's not really horror drama it's just a horror just, just a straight, straight up horror. straightforward straight horror straight up horror yeah um gonjiam haunted asylum mm-hmm. um which is sort of the sort of closest comparison would be uh grave encounters mm-hmm. remember grave encounters from sort of i don't know what was that 2010 2011 or yeah, so around, then. around the um paranormal activity era found footage that kind of came out mm-hmm. um and this takes a lot of inspiration from that but does it so much better yeah oh my god so much better it is it's it's a good film yeah there's gonna be a lot to talk about for oh, us a lot to talk about very yeah. exciting so we'll, that'll be next week next week first episode look forward to seeing you all there mm. yes uh, I need to, oh, we, with Fraser we had the the easy like sort of good afternoon Seattle and we had the you know thanks for listening I don't know if we should come up with something more exciting uh, for this one we'll yeah we'll get something just see you later yeah thanks guys bye bye <laughs>